This episode was kind of difficult to come up, come up with points, come up with things to say. I even wrote a script about about this, and I really couldn't come up with anything concrete that made me feel great talking about. And that this is going to be number two, number one as far as my device of the year but it's also i'm also going to touch up on something else that sex that segues into the second episode that i will be having so it's a two-part 2020 let's finish this year off uh episode and we're going to talk about number two number one number two favorite smartphone of the year or just smartphones of the year because it's four of them and that is the iPhone 12 series and there's really not much to say i've thought about it so i've i thought about this for a couple of weeks on what to say about about this phone but there's really nothing to say about the iPhone 12 yes it does have a new design the camera is a little bit better because now it has deep fusion on all lenses. But Apple pretty much just gave you the S version of a S version of a phone in a way. There's really not much to brag about with this device. Is it the best iPhone? Yes. Of course it is. It's the new phone, the new chip, better camera faster but it still has the 60 hertz display it just seems to me that what apple did was they really banked on the new design and making sure that you have um deep fusion and all the lenses and also lidar which to many people all they think about is augmented reality when they think about LiDAR, but LiDAR pretty much will help improve improve um, photos like night mode. You know, it would be able to move data around to make sure that you have a better crisp photo whenever you want to zoom in, when you when, whenever you want to see detail. And that's pretty much it because everything else is either the same or downgraded. Like the battery, for instance. Smaller battery than the 11 series, yet performs similar because it's an iPhone. Faster chip, meaning that with whatever new hardware you get, the chip makes sure makes sure that your phone is running just as smooth. Check. It's the same. The inclusion, I mean, the, the addition of 5G. I'm not even going to talk about it. Again, 5G won't be a big thing. Don't get sold on 5G. That makes no sense right now, you know, to be sold on it. Because right now, you're still going to be on 4G LTE most of the time. And if you get on 5G, it's going to be brief. Unless you live right down the street or in the same building as where they have 
the uh, 5G antennas. You do have a cool blue color. And listen, I've had, I've been, I've been using the 11 Pro Max and the 11 Pro, and both of them are stellar. As far as the improved camera on the on the uh, 12 Pro Max, yeah, it's great. The only thing is that the phone itself is huge, so you really have to ask yourself if you're okay with having a big phone, a big heavy phone, just for the camera. Because the only reason why people actually get the bigger iPhone is because they just want a big phone. That's it. You know, bigger display. Now, the only thing about about the iPhone, the reason why I went to the Pro instead of the Pro Max, I, I, I just stuck to the Pro instead of the Pro Max this year, is because even though it's a bigger phone, yeah, it's great to see um, videos on it, but there's nothing to it. There's nothing different between seeing a 6.7 inch display and seeing what uh, uh, apple offers on that display you know in comparison to what they offer on the 12 mini or the 12 or the 12 pro because the software is the same throughout all four phones it's the same thing you're gonna get the same experience you're just going to get a bigger screen and so I use the camera on both, and this is where you probably have to ask yourself, yes, it has a better camera. You really have to look at the detail of the photos in order to be able to see the difference because I've shot so many photos between the two and compared them. And I don't see much of a difference. I have to really, really look into this in order to do it. And I still take incredible shots with my 12 Pro. Like That's the thing. The 11 Pro and the 11 Pro Max had a great camera. I thought it was possibly the best camera last year. And going to this device, yeah, it's an upgrade. It's an update. But you have already a great camera. So if you were one of those people who are thinking to yourself, should I get the should I get the bigger phone because of the camera? But I really don't like the bigger phone. I kind of want to go smaller. My advice is just to go smaller. Because if you go to the bigger camera, I mean you get to the bigger phone just for the camera, you're kind of going to be disappointed. Now, the good thing about the pros this year is that they start off at 128 uh, gigabytes, which is great. But I think this year is, yeah, it's definitely the S year. You do get a a better, I mean, a, uh, well, depending on who you, you know, who you are, some people still like the feel of the 11 Pro, you know, the little bubbly uh, phone feel instead of the square phone it did go back to the same it used basically this almost the same aesthetics as the iphone 4 and the iphone uh, 5 this year's model and i'll be honest with you i kind of like the feel of the 11 pro 
a little bit smaller. The the um, the square finish, the flat finish is kind of like rough on the on the corners for me. I mean, it still feels great. And it's, six, it's a, it's a 6.1 inch display, so it's a little bit bigger. And I like it. But I kind of prefer the 11 Pro a little bit more. But it is a it is a better phone. I mean, pretty much what Apple did is it stayed in the list. It stayed in the top. It didn't do much. It didn't have to do much. And I think in this this year alone with flagship phones not doing much, it kind of gave Apple... It, it kind of gave them, like, you know, this, uh, you know, stay in top three card. <laughs> because depending on who you are, it's either number number two or number three. I just don't see it being number one for the year. There's not much that's changed. Do I recommend the phone? Yes. That's the reason why it's in the top. Because I still recommend this phone. It's easy to recommend the phone especially since if you look at all the carriers and everywhere else, there's always promotions going on. So I appreciate that. And whenever there's a place that you, where you can take advantage of promotions, go ahead and do it. Usually people stick with their phone for about two to three years anyways. So, you know, again, there's not much to say about the iPhone. If you already have an iPhone, you already know what to expect with the new with this new iPhone. Because nothing has changed, and it's kind of evident in a way. It's kind of evident in the in the um, in the tech space and tech world because you go to YouTube or or you look up anywhere. There's nothing new to this. Every review about the iPhone is just like, yeah, it's an iPhone. It's a little bit updated. Last year wasn't like that. Last year the camera was a big upgrade. This year it's updated. Not much, but it's updated. And so I guess I leave it at that because there's really not much to say about it. I mean, you really have to, what, however it looks like in Apple.com, that's how it is. And again, this is not a review. This is just a little bit, this is my list. This is not a review. You go ahead and go to YouTube, check out the reviews. Um... But as far as what you see here, I mean, not much has changed. There's nothing that's big that's changed. The only thing is that you look forward to next year's model. Actually, there is one thing that has changed. And for me, I, I see it as a I see it as a big thing. I, I enjoy I've been enjoying um my time using a MagSafe. So MagSafe is wireless charging that where you have a magnet in the back of your phone. So that's basically going to be the new technology, the new the new way of charging your phone going forward. And it just seems like it's going to be the plan to remove the the charging port, which is what I talked about in few episodes, maybe episode two or three. But that just seems to be like the biggest change because there's not much change. The, the refresh rate is still the same at 60. So I'm guessing next year's is going to be 90 or 120. 
the battery is smaller. So that's that's what I'm interested in, see, in seeing what they do. And this is going to be uh, for another episode in about a week or two is how they can improve on the 13. And it just seems that the list is long, but in a good way instead of a bad way. You know, it's not like the Pixel where the the list to improve to from the Pixel 4 to the Pixel 5 was long because it was bad. This one, it's it's long because Apple just didn't add some specific things to it that could have made it a great phone. This one is a really good phone. But a great phone is right around the corner. That's how I feel. But my number one phone that pretty much did, they check, they tried to check all the boxes to make this a great phone this year was the Note. It was the Note 20 Ultra. The Note 20 Ultra had everything. The Note 20 Ultra had, it was the best looking phone. That thing was sexy as hell. It had a great camera. It had a huge screen, which let you lets you use the screen. Like the software itself was built for the screen. I'll talk about that in a little bit more. Battery was great. That thing lasted the whole day for me and then some. Let's see, wireless charging was there. You know, just like every like almost every flagship phone. Um fast charging. I mean you name it. There I mean the 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 screen I, I mean Samsung makes the best screens. Hands down Samsung makes the best screens. They just look unreal. And seeing that on the note. Oh, and the other thing about the note that I think is just underrated is the the slope on the sides of the screen are not as they're not as dramatic as other screens like let's take for the OnePlus 8 Pro for instance that thing that that screen slopes so bad that thing bends so bad on the sides and i don't you don't have that issue with the note which is the reason why it's so huge, but because you have an S Pen, because it's a Note, it's there for productivity. It and and the software itself utilizes the big screen. It's okay. And so my time with uh, with the Note was great. I actually still miss it to this day. There's a few phones that I miss using. And that is going to be my Z Fold and my Note. There's times when I did kind of miss my OnePlus A Pro. But the thing about the OnePlus A Pro was the same. It had it had the same issue as all the OnePluses. The, the camera's just not there. No matter what anybody wants to tell you in reviews about how the camera, it, 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 this time the camera is... A, is a really good camera. No, it's it's just a good camera. Same thing as the Samsung Galaxy S20 Ultra. 
they had the same issue. And I think that it was approved on with the notes is the shutter lag. You take you take a photo. I, I take photos of my dog and you take photos. I took photos of my dog and with the note with the S20 Ultra and the and the OnePlus about three times out of 10, I would get this like it just looked like my dog was the flash. Like there was this blur, this tricolored blur. And I'm just like, why? I, I don't get it. The guy barely moved. Like he he's not the flash. He's not running around. No, he's just he's just scratching himself and there's a blur. And so with the note, it just it, it's starting to catch up to the pixel to a point where eight eight times out of ten I was able to take great shots. I even used it to take photos of of this artist while she was promoting uh, one of her art pieces and it, it came out great out of like 30 photos almost all of them came out great there was no blur whatsoever and so that that itself in itself was 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 an improvement from samsung not just for the note series but from samsung samsung is starting to now close in and, and and depending on who you are it's it has the best camera now depending on how you how you like your your photos it has the best camera a lot of people like the, that vibrant photo the color pops yeah the note gives you that so it has possibly the best camera I still I still think for a single shooter the Pixel 5 is video iPhone is but it just seems that out of 10 I give the camera overall the performance overall an 8 on the note and that is that literally right there makes it good enough to it, it has to it has to it, it pretty much helps out its case as the best phone because now I have to think about everything else now I have to think about software now I have to think about hardware um like how does it perform and that's the thing about the note it's been performing great I've had it for about two about almost three months and and it performed great it was super fast didn't even give me any issues closing apps were rare I'm, I, I was getting that on my fold, which is the reason why it's not in the top three. But with my Samsung uh, Note 20 Ultra, hey, that, that thing was doing great with when it came down to software. I still have my, my gripe with, with Samsung, and this time it did not bother me as much. It, it, it still is the fact that it has, it, it, it just can't make up its mind of whether it wants to be a Samsung Android device or a Google Android device. And yes, it gives you basically the choice. You can choose either or. But the fact that I cannot delete some Samsung apps sucks. That still sucks. I'm able to somewhat delete Bigsby. And I still and, and now I have Google Assistant. 
but I just want to do everything else. I want to delete everything else. Everything from the calendar to the messages to Samsung Internet, everything. I want to be able to do that if I want to. I'm not going to download another skin. I'm just not that type of person. I like what the phones offer. That's how I judge them, by what the phone offers. As far as customizing the phone itself, I could, as long as I could do that within the software that's already given to me, that's great. But I don't want to have to download another, another skin pack and you know another this and that. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to add to everything else. And so this year, that that did not bother me. The phone is $1,300. Ouch. My shoulder just popped. Um, that's 2020 for you. Uh, yeah, it's like the phone is $1,300. But here's the thing about Samsung and their phones. Right now, I could, I could go on Samsung.com and they'll have an awesome trade-in um, promotion. When the first, when the first, uh, when the phone first came out, that thing was already two hundred dollars off at Best Buy. And then there was a bunch of, there was a bunch of promotions wherever you, wherever you looked. This year was the year to purchase a phone because of pandem- the pandemic. You were able to get a huge discount on phones. I saw it all over the place. I know, again, there's a pandemic, so people were trying to save up their money. But, hey, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I've, been, I've been walking around and going to, to certain stores, and I, I, people are walking around just like, like there is no pandemic, just with the addition of a mask. And some, most of the time, that mask is under that nose. People, put it over your nose. It makes no sense to put it under your nose. Just just stop. But going back to everything is is that like there's a promotion all the time. So you're not really paying thirteen hundred dollars. And when you did pay thirteen hundred dollars for for a Samsung device and you purchased it from their website, you usually got something free, like free headphones, free charger, uh credit. So there's always something. Even with their fold, you were able to get promotions. I think right now you could trade in your your existing flip if you have one or 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 a fold and you're able to get a thousand dollars off that's insane yes the phone is two thousand dollars but for a phone that's two thousand dollars that i still i do recommend the fold if if it's like really cheap then yeah just do it why not you know <laughs> if you can if you can afford it do it if you're on the fence then i say do something get something else there's other cheaper phones. There's the Galaxy FE. But just looking at the full, I mean, at the Note 20 Ultra and seeing what it offers, it just doesn't seem that I would, I was disappointed. I was never disappointed with the camera. I was never disappointed with the feel of the phone. I was never disappointed with the battery. It was a great battery. And I was never disappointed with the software itself. It never crashed on me or anything like that. And so then when I heard that this is going to be the last 
Note 20 or the, the notes of the series, I kind of felt bummed out because I felt like, like, man, they finally got it right after like a few years of getting it wrong when it like blew up on people. But this year they kind of got it right. It, it It is the bigger brother now. It is the 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 better phone of the year. But now there's also reports that they're not going to cancel the the note series. So that makes me even now it makes me excited cuz now I want to see how cuz there's there's always room for perfection. I mean, you could always tweak the camera a little bit more. You can um I mean, you can make a better uh, a bigger battery, but the phone is already huge. I don't know. I mean, but for me, overall, my experience with all the phones, the Note was the one phone that made me feel comfortable telling somebody, yeah, this $1,300 phone is worth it. Why? Because it gives you a great experience and you can find it cheap somewhere or cheaper or discounted. I want. I don't want to say cheaper because it's not cheap. But you get it discounted. You just have to be okay with being under on Android because there are some people that are on on um, iOS. And hey, iMessage keeps you in that ecosystem. I get it. But let's talk about now that we have the last about four minutes until we go into the next episode. This is basically the segue to to the next episode in a way. Those AirPod Maxes. I thought more about the AirPod Maxes than I did my iPhone. Because at first, I was like, no way. These are $550. And then I made a stupid decision. and I purchased them. And I said, let me see what it's all about. I'm not going to listen to people online. I'm not going to listen to YouTubers or anything like that because I'm not saying that there's bias or anything like that. I'm just saying I'm not an audio, audiophile. I'm not a, a audio guy. Like I like my music, but I like it clear more than I like it, you know, bass heavy and all, which is the reason why I like the HomePods and the HomePod mini. And so then other people also gave it rave reviews, but at the same time, we'll tell you in the beginning, well, I'm not an audiophile, but you're, you're giving me rave reviews on a $550 um, headphone. Now, before, I, I, I mean, I just felt like I, I just felt like I needed to listen to it myself. Because there was this craze about it. Because a lot of people were like, no, it's too much. But then on the other side, you're hearing, you're hearing man, this is, a, th- these are, this is a great product. There's nobody that has said anything bad about the AirPod Maxes. And so then I thought to myself, all right, let me, let me go ahead and test them out. Let me, uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to want to like them. 
and I bought them. I got the black one. Awesome, by the way. Ever since that day when I first put them on, I had two different things in my mind. One is, damn, these sound great. Like every like the things that they're telling you about, like yes, they sound great. Do they sound magical? Well, that depends. Yes and no. But the second thing in my mind was, I feel like a douchebag even having this in my home. And we'll talk about that in the next episode.